Today, Middle East wars are back in style with the Biden administration behind it. And uh, Dr. Seuss is not woke enough and needs to be canceled, according to the left. Yeah, you're not going to believe that one. We've got a lot coming up this Friday, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined by Eric July, Blaze TV contributor. Absolutely. With a nice haircut. Yes, finally. The little, I have no afro anymore, <laughs> so y'all can stop ragging on me about all of the stuff that was Were they really? Out. Yeah, I got hair all you, over the. You and Ted Cruz. Yeah. You're just getting. You're just <laughs> <laughs> about your hair. Uh, also joined by Sydney Watson. Uh, host of her own show on YouTube. By the way, check it out before she gets banned because we never know when that time is It's totally coming too. They've started age restricting my content and deleting things. So I'm like, uh, don't, don't give me just yet. It's happening. It's oh, coming. please, benevolent, benevolent overlords. Please don't mm -hmm. take away my... Yeah, I know. That's precisely what it's like. I feel like I'm, internally I'm always like, God, why did I let these people do this? Why have I? Like, why am I renting time on this platform? Yeah. Sucks. As you're writing the email that's like, please, sir. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Please have mercy on me. <laughs> uh, all right, so we've got um, kind of a lot to get into. So let, let's touch on what's going on in Syria right now because, uh, of course, we did see that there were some airstrikes um, to hit some uh, militias in Syria. I'm sure uh, that's all that it hit. Uh, no innocent civilians or ever going to be no. hit by any... No, that never has happened. Especially, no, when Biden was last uh, in the administration. No. Definitely. No, no, no hospitals. Mm -mm. No, no, that mm -mm. would never, ever, ever, ever happen. It would be a very precise strike that would only hit the bad people that we probably shouldn't be involved in when it comes to this. So I'm very passionate about this very topic right here. Yes. Uh, I'm obviously being the anti-war libertarian here at the table, as I am. I guess rather I could just sit up here and rub it in the left's face because they were stupid enough. And I honestly believe they should be mocked and shamed. Um, and I have been doing that unapologetically when it comes to this particular topic because they're stupid. And when stupid people lead with their emotion, they end, you end up with Biden because they hated the other guy so, so much and they wanted to speak who Biden was into existence. So Biden, I was reading a tweet what was back in February where he was saying that, well, yeah, Middle Eastern wars, they've been going on for too long. And my administration or rather uh, what we need to do is this this and this and then not even a more barely maybe a month into uh, after getting it inaugurated here we are again same stuff so that's exactly what he meant when he said build back better we're bombing people and he's being he's I mean give him credit he, get, he got right to it not even we, we just not getting this thing on the road and he's already gotten uh, right into it anybody that ever pretended as if he was ever going to be let's say the sort of anti-war mm -hmm. uh, president was a lunatic that wanted to see the world for what it they wanted it to be mm -hmm. as opposed to what it actually was because nobody can look not only at his record but especially with the administration that, like you mentioned, he was a part of. People don't understand for whatever reason. I know this is why, you know, he wears a tan suit. He's cool. He sings out green. Um, he's suave. So you can get away with bombing literally more countries than Bush, which we look at Bush as if he was this big warmongering piece of crap, which, you know, hey, it is what it is. You know, I'm not going to disagree with you on that, but... Obama continued those wars and initiated and then, uh, uh, and, and then some when he bumped. Don't take my word for anything, America. He bombed more countries than Bush. So here we are with the guy that 
He wasn't at the helm, but he was part of that administration. Of course, he's going to continue the same uh, sort of bullcrap, getting involved in everybody else's wars. And it's always going to be in the name of uh, democracy or protecting people and all sorts of things and being involved in people's civil war. That's which is what we've been doing with Syria for the for the longest uh, amount of time. But I do believe people with buyer's remorse. I'm off of the whole. Well, this is my chance to try to show you maybe liberty is the answer. Screw all that. You've been talking all of that noise. You're going to get mocked and shamed. You deserve to be mocked and shamed. And because these people are so emotional, honestly, that's the only way that they're going to get it. Good luck trying to reason with these people. That has not worked. And if it did work, they wouldn't be leftists like they are. Mm. Woo. You have strong feelings. <laughs> Tell us strong. how you really feel. You get a fire extinguisher <laughs> in here. Uh, Sydney, oh what are your thoughts? No, it's funny. I was thinking about this this morning when I was uh, reading like uh, on the on the Syrian um, strike. And I, and I was thinking to myself, because I don't know if you guys saw this too, but there were some people who were saying that apparently neither Biden nor Kamala were aware that this was actually well, that's going why I, down. I wondered if Biden woke up this morning and was like, we did what? That man I didn't probably, know about this. I don't even know if that man can get those kind of words out of his mouth early <laughs> in the morning. I mean, that's... But, no, it's, it's weird to me because, I mean, like, let's be real. Everyone knows that whoever's actually in charge, because there's a power vacuum in the White House at the moment, whoever's actually in charge was probably like, mm, this seems like a great idea. And we know that this was going to happen. I mean, like, I don't know how you couldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Democrats historically have loved, uh, loved war. It's a, it's a big moneymaker. But what I want to know is how many people are going to get red-pilled from this? Because what wakes people up better than anything is not Trump. It's not necessarily even people like you and me talking about this. It's watching their own leaders basically kick them in the face. Mm-hmm. I want to know how many people after this are going to turn around and start being like, it doesn't quite add up, does it? Right. That's what I'm waiting for. Well, and th- it, of course, this is on top of the Biden fatigue that's already happening. Oh, yeah. That we've talked about. Doesn't he have like a, what, a 35% like or a 35 point approval rating or whatever it is. I saw that the other really? day. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, yeah. I saw I that the other day that. and I was like, oh my God. Well, I mean, that's- you've got all of these. It makes sense because mm-hmm. you've got all of these. You've got one sector, I think, of who voted for Biden, who, again, as Eric pointed out, you know, I mean, a man's tweets hurt their feelings and they were very hurt by it. And they vote. couldn't handle voting for someone who writes mean things sometimes on the interwebs. <laughs> and so they voted for Joe Biden. And I think you have those people. And then I think you also have mm. this radicalized, very, very, very left wing yep. portion of people who for four years have heard from the mainstream media, you know, Trump's a warmonger, Trump's this, Trump's that. Oh my gosh, he killed this austere religious scholar, oh, Soleimani, yeah. you know, and so mm. they They've, they've been listening to this and it's been amping them up this entire time. And now all of a sudden they see and they're like, well, hold on. We were just told for four whole years that we're supposed to hate people who mm-hmm. do this. And I'm not sure that their tiny little pea brains can like compute all of these things <laughs> without they can't exploding. Quite connect the dots. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, no, they're stupid. That's what I mean. Look, man. I I know I get on the show all the time and I start going on rants about like how much I hate democracy, how it's the worst thing possibly, definitely when it comes to any form of governance, this moronic idea that just because the majority of people said they wanted this means that it's just a righteous it's nonsense but when you add to the fact that there are so many low information voters mm. like when something like it's not even just that with the buyer's remorse with uh with biden we saw that with the whole pipeline mm-hmm. um as well and all those union workers who came out and supported joe biden where they came out had to come you know well wait a minute we this wasn't what we signed up for this is going to destroy jobs when we had been talking about this yeah. over here the definitely news and why it matters a, a lot like yeah welcome to the to the real world 
world. These are literally stupid people that we are dealing with. And this is why I'm, I'm going to say this. And so both of you guys might disagree with me. That's fine. <laughs> me personally, I think the people that benefit the most from uh, like particularly Republicans and their desire to save the republic are them. Right. The left, they benefit the most from that because these people understand that that power structure that exists allows them to not only, again, wield it in whatever way that they want to do. They could I mean, we can't say the word, I guess, on YouTube as far as it pertains to the the legitimacy of the recent mm-hmm. election. So I won't mm-hmm. go go too much into detail on that, but they can do whatever it is that they want. Right. And the other side is like, yes, we need this to exist. We need to this to exist. And I'm sitting here screaming at this table like, stop it. Pull the rug from under Nancy Pelosi's desk. Put them out on the streets and force these fools to get an actual real job instead of sitting here pontificating and bombing. Uh, 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 more countries time and time and time again, killing kids overseas and bombing the living crap out of brown people like this is not a, a, a sustainable thing. And again, when you consider who's paying for this, it's not just these current generations. It's your kids, kids. When you consider literally that's the, the pool of money that they're pulling from mm-hmm. because they ain't got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just one more thing to point out, Jason Buttrell, who is, of course, Glenn's chief researcher. Um, he is former mil- former military. Um, I thought he had an interesting perspective. He had said that um, the Biden administration said that they informed, quote, coalition partners, which means they told Iraq, knowing that they would tell all of these militias so that they could leave the premises before the strikes happened. And the strikes like they were so minuscule. We saw pictures of them and it was just like, oh, okay, they're these tiny little shacks where probably everyone had already been told to evacuate. So then you go back to, okay, so he's just probably doing it to like save face, to make the headlines, to make it look like he had done something mm-hmm. when in actuality he really didn't. So I'm not even sure which is worse. And again, I'm not even sure that Joe Biden even knows what the Biden administration has done. There was one, um, one report from Jack Posobiec that said that um, Kamala uh, apparently, the report is that Kamala did not was left out of the loop on this decision and was very, very upset that she was left out of the loop on that. So I guess maybe we'll find out, um, you know, eventually. It's literally it's like true. Game of Thrones, isn't it? It's actually <laughs> yeah. like Game of Thrones. Yes. This is like watching like in real time, basically like Joffrey try to lead a country and except, you know, just let's just age Joffrey up. I don't know if people have seen Game of Thrones, but anyways, it's just like <laughs> yes. Game of Thrones. Yeah. It stresses me out. It's people are going to start getting poisoned. It's not, it's not good. I don't like it. <laughs> um, so, all right, let's move on really quickly to uh, Plan B. For the $15 minimum wage. Now, of course, yesterday we talked about the the minimum, the federally they wanted to raise the minimum wage to $15. They weren't sure if they could do that. They had the uh, Senate parliamentarian trying to look into whether or not they could do that with reconciliation. Uh, and they ruled that they could not do it because it did not meet special budgetary rules. But... The Democrats are getting creative. I bet you didn't realize that they had enough brain cells to be able to get creative with something. But they said uh, that they are proposing a workaround solution, according to uh, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden of Oregon, that would impose a 5 percent, uh, a 5% tax penalty on large corporations if any of their workers earn less than a certain amount with the penalty increasing over time. So um, they would have a significant financial incentive to raise their wages, 
even though they wouldn't be technically mandated. Like this is sounding a lot, a lot like, well, Obamacare is legal because it's a tax. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're going to get around this whole thing, even though it really doesn't have much to do with that. Um, that's how we're going to make it work. Um, kind of scary how they Well, I mean, uh, about th- this. Th- this is par from the course for if they can't make it fit, they'll make it fit mm-hmm. <laughs> some kind of way. This isn't anything aside from what Democrats have historically done. The minimum wage in particular, though, with it being such a such a like anti-economic concept. Right. This is a moronic idea that you can just set this arbitrary price floor and that will, let's say, lift the living standards of the people. It's just it doesn't even pass the smell test like you don't even have to look at it. You can sniff it and it's like, yeah, this doesn't make any any, any sense. But this is a purely an emotional. It's always been um, an, an emotional thing that had. Well, let's say this not had. How it's always been back in the gap in, in America, as well as Australia, as well as South uh, South Africa. They knew exactly what they were doing with the minimum wage and trying to price certain types of people uh, out of the market. <laughs> that's what they were attempting to do. And that's effectively what it actually does anyway. But I guess the, the main story from that is that, OK, they will utilize they will pick and choose what kind of laws. And it was a good point that you brought up with Obamacare because that was a similar thing. So it's less about if they can make it happen. It's OK. Let's word it in a way to where effectively it's the same thing anyway. Effectively, it's just not as as blunt. And this is why I don't understand why people want to save the federal government when I'm sitting there like that thing needs to be eliminated. The fact that they can even do something like that anyway is just it should be scary to any Americanist idea that just a bunch of folks sitting over there in, in Washington can dictate what, what we do out here in Texas and how we handle uh, business is, yeah. is insane yeah. like that that should bother anybody i don't care where you're at on the economic spectrum that should that should be a, a, a problem but it just goes to show that look if they can't make it fit they're gonna make it fit <laughs> Sydney. i mean i come from a country where the minimum wage is i mean i would say quite high and even i mean i don't think people realize that this has ramifications not just in the sense of the cost onto the um, actual consumer, consumer yeah. which obviously people forget about. Mm-hmm. But also it has other, there are other things that come from this. So for example, penalty rates in Australia, which is what you get paid on the weekends. I don't believe that exists in the US, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, where you get paid penalty rates. You get paid a higher rate for working on weekends and on public holidays. So in Australia, for example, oh, when I was doing like my- time and a half. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. Okay. or double time or okay, whatever. Yeah. So I got paid double time when I worked every single Sunday for like a year or six months or something like that when I worked in retail. I was getting somewhere in the realm of $45 an hour. The amount of sales that we would get, you know, on any given day on, on that Sunday was not even comparable <laughs> to how much money I was getting yeah. paid. And I used to think about this because people in Australia almost feel like entitled to this mm-hmm. sort of money and to this mm-hmm. sort of, you know, money coming in from the, the weekends that they work. Oh, it's my weekend. I should be doing something else. Honey, you work in you work in retail. <laughs> this is part of it. Right. right. And, and, right. and I used to go home and I would say to my dad, because, you know, I come from a family of business owners and I say to my dad, I don't know how any business, especially small businesses, can survive when you have have these kind of things imposed on them. Yeah. Why am I getting $45 an hour when I am legitimately sitting there probably reading a newspaper the entire time because no one's coming in the damn store? Right. Yeah. And so then when you when you think about minimum wage, and I, I don't know if Americans will get mad at me for saying this, but I'm always like, Say it. 
I'm always like, if, if minimum wage becomes a thing, $15, and look, if you want to do that, I mean, again, I come from a country that's basically already a thing. It's actually higher than $15. I ain't giving, I'm not tipping. There's a bunch <laughs> right. of stuff I'm not going to do. Right. And I'm just like, uh, there's no actual logical thought that goes into this. I don't think. And it's like you said, it's like you just said, Eric, mm-hmm. these people find a way to make it fit, but they, these are not business owners that are making decisions True. for business owners. Yeah. These are not business owners yeah. that are deciding that you can't fire your employees. Like in Australia, it's really hard to fire people. Why? are they putting these these ridiculous impositions on especially small business owners when again they have no skin in the game politicians have zero skin in the game and i don't think people realize that it drives me crazy yeah uh all right we've got more to come first we want to thank our sponsor bonner wines so uh got a pro tip for you guys next time you grill up a couple steaks uh you can pop open a bottle of their extreme altitude malbec wine now these wines are very 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 special. They come from remote vineyards in Argentina, and they are, I mean, they're almost like at 9,000 feet, which you're like, okay, cool. It's really high up. What does that have to do with it? Well, you, if you haven't tasted a wine that has the vineyards, uh, the grapes that are from the vineyards that are up that high, you have no idea what a difference it can make. Okay. Uh, this wine is, it's very, very smooth to drink. Uh, like I said, it goes great with the steak. As soon as you open the bottle, you're going to experience delicious notes of, they've got blackberry, smoke, a little dark cherry. It is amazing. And by the way, for those of you who are health nuts like me, these bottles of wine also give you less sugar than a regular bottle of wine. They've got less chemicals and less additives. They've got 10 times more resveratrol, uh, which is a longevity booster. So if you got a spouse that's nagging you, that's like, you really need to be more healthy with your food and your drinks. Be like, well, I've got my wine and it's really healthy, so I'm going to drink Drink it. All right. All you have to do is go over to cowgirlwine2021.com. They were out of these for a while. They were selling like hotcakes. They just got them back in. You're going to want to go there so you don't miss out. They've got one Malbec from the third highest vineyard in the world. Don't miss out on it. You can get 50% off of the wine and 50% off of the shipping as well. It is cowgirlwine2021.com. Like I said, they sold out last time. This is a small shipment. You're going to want to get your order in now. It is cowgirlwine2021.com. Back in a minute. Okay, Sydney is. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna talk about this on air. Then we just uh, we're talking off air, and I said something. She didn't hear me, and we were coming on. And she's like, "Wait, wait, what? What are you talking about?" Uh, I was asking them if they had heard. So there's a report that came out that uh, Governor Abbott is looking at removing all of the the mask mandates and the all of the coronavirus restrictions. Is he? From, yeah. So he's looking at it. Is what the report said. I think this is more like he's gauging public reaction to this report because. There have already been bills filed in the Texas state legislature that seek to remove the mask mandate anyway. So I think it makes him look way worse to, if yeah. they pass that through yeah, and they absolutely. go against it. He's, so now he's, he's trying for to sure be face. done. If, if those bills wouldn't got passed, like he'd be done. Like, uh, he's like, he should already be done, yeah. but he for sure be like done. Yeah. At least obviously the people that don't support Abbott would not support him either way it went right. but you know the general conservative or something like that if it gets funneled through and basically they go over his head he is finished what happened to him though because he started off like quite strong and he had like really good like people liked him a lot mm-hmm. and then he just went Oop, and fell off the hill i don't know i don't know what happened there it's a great question i think it's, a lot of people want answers to it is it's bizarre watching that because like again i even so my mom is like very very interested in politics obviously she lives in australia but she was like abbott 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 when i initially yeah. moved to texas she was like this guy sounds oh, good we loved i mean i loved him 
I was like a huge fan of yeah. him. Everyone loved him. Yeah, and uh, now it's like, my guy. What yeah. do you? What do, what do we do? I don't know here? what they do. They like shoot themselves in their in the foot trying to appease people that, like yes. you said, will never never, never support yeah. them. Never do and it. it's yeah. like, well, why on earth are you alienating your base yeah. mm -hmm. in favor of the people that legitimately probably hate you? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, by the way, just I, uh, <clears throat> Chad Prather 2022. Uh, so LinkedIn, we brought you the story earlier on in the week. LinkedIn, uh, we, we talked about Coca-Cola. They were using this LinkedIn diversity training that taught everyone to be less white. And Coca-Cola was like, hey, whiteies. Read this. <laughs> be less white, which means stop, like, it meant be more humble. Be less, be less ignorant. Arrogant. Yeah, be less Listen ignorant. Listen more. <laughs> Basically, all the bad things that you white people are all the time. You should try not doing those things. Uh, which, Eric, you and I know. Come on, yeah, we know. No, no. You white people, yeah. you're so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just kidding, by the way. There's going to be some people yeah, who I'm are like, like <gasps> in the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so LinkedIn has now removed that racist diversity training program that encouraged participants to be less white. This, of course, was from uh, Robin D'Angelo. It was called Confronting Racism. And um, again, it was available on LinkedIn. So it wasn't just Coca-Cola who was participating in this. It was uh, probably a multitude of companies who were mandating these trainings for their employees. Their employees went through and, uh, and, and did it. And now LinkedIn says that... Um, they have gone ahead and removed it. Uh, interesting, though, because I think probably we can all agree at the table that that never would have happened had uh, it not gained, uh, you yeah. know, traction on the Internet. Absolutely. No, that's exactly why it happened. Yeah. I mean, let's, they, they, if they could get away with it, they, they would have. And it's actually still surprising to me that they bothered to take it down. I mean, it was pretty bad. Like, But... Usually, you know, they, they like to double down when they make terrible decisions. Um, but this was like, I think, was a different kind of bad. Like, just seeing the reaction to even people that were would generally be like on their sobs. Like, okay, that's a little much uh, there to sit up here and tell people to be like less like less white, yeah, so it, it, like to conflate like that with whiteness. Right. And even so, more so when you're doing that, you're basically insulting essentially every other race um, in, in, in the process because, mm -hmm. you know, you conflate that with, with, with being white and like being some of those things were good. Most of them were bad, but some of them was like be like demanding or firm or something. You can mm -hmm. see that that would be good. Like, why would you consider that a white thing? Are you saying that black folk can't do that? Or well, I, I, read like a, that? I read a story that came that went along. It was about the same time that this broke that said that, um, there were that uh, w there was a study that came out that showed that white people are too focused on punctuality, and I'm like, so are you saying that minorities are late yeah, all like, the time? Like like, we well, I guess we joke about this. Yes, C C I'm just Tom, like, what? Uh, colorful. Tom, Hold on a you know? second. Why is that? So it's yeah, incredible. No, it is no like it's this. Just a little bit racist. Yeah, a lot a of bit, bit. <laughs> a little bit, a lot of bit. But it just goes to show how like far back from a societal or cultural part that we've moved from this subject like you think in, in this day and age we'd be beyond that and I, I always talk about how like this is a battle that like my mother and and all of them they fought and they pretty much won it yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like that was like and then for some reason after like 2010s 
Like we went the other way yeah. and, and now all of a sudden everybody is obsessed with race to the point to where, like I say, you think that there was a Klansman around like every single corner and I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. just under attack. Bro, I've been in the South my whole entire life, Texas and Arkansas and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I ain't never experienced, well, to be true, most of the racism that I've ever experienced it's was from, from leftists. Left. From, from leftists having some kind of, kind of something bad. I'm pretty sure you, you Always. the same thing. Always. Like, yeah, the most, the most derogatory things yes. that I get called definitely on the internet, it's usually coming from leftists, yes. uh, they say some bad. Once they find out that you're not a leftist, uh-huh. they will say some of the everything's on the table uh-huh. at that point. Uh-huh. But no, it's just it's such a weird thing, and it doesn't. I don't know what these guys think are they're accomplishing. If seriously you were trying to resolve the, you know, because oh man, okay, being not racist in 2021 is like the easiest thing in the world to do. But if you did feel that it was a big deal, like you're not helping it by by doing stuff. Uh, uh, like that. That's not that's not like conducive to solving the issue of racism, which isn't much of an issue as they pretend that it is. Yeah, I always want to know when I see these kind of stories and when these kind of things pop up. I think, yeah, you got rid of one video, which you know some people would argue is censorship, but you know it's kind of it's kind of racist, there, friends. But I would I always want to know how many more videos are just like that that are also on LinkedIn teaching people right. the same thing. People should go and find out. I mean, I, it's just a suggestion. Just go and go and see what you can find. I mean, well, how about not even just LinkedIn, but like uh, like we were talking about the the target book section for children. So it's, yes, no, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, anti-racist baby or anti-whatever it is baby yeah. and, uh, and white fragility and all that sort of stuff. You know what's funny is um, actually literally the last video that I made on YouTube was, I have a series called White White People Bad. It's a wonder why YouTube just, you know, it's a wonder why they don't <laughs> love me. Yeah. But, but this series, basically, I just find stupid things on the internet, really super racist stuff about white people on the internet and then just make fun of it or expose it or whatever. And there was one video in particular that I found that had actually been screened at a, I think it was a university. It was in um, San Francisco called the Yerba Buena. I don't speak the the, the, the other languages. Um, <laughs> but I think it's, sort of, excuse my bad pronunciation, but Yerba Buena Center of the Arts in San Francisco. They screened a film called Why Don't We Murder More White People back in 2019. And I found this video. Wow. I obviously, you know, talked about it a little bit, but I was like, this is how bad it's gotten. You know, we're upset, yeah, yeah about Coke teaching its people to be less white and conflating right. whiteness with, you know, racism and violence and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, you have people that are literally making content that are saying these things. And I always think to myself, should someone have turned around and made a video saying, should we murder, murder more black people? Right. Or should we, you know, do whatever, whatever, whatever to black people or Asian people or whoever? The screaming would never end. There would legitimately be riots. Like, for sure, there would be riots. And people would just absolutely lose their minds. And that would never have been screened at a university anyway. Yeah. And they act like it's they're interrogating racism or white supremacy, when in reality, it's actually, it's not even veiled racism. It's just flat-out racism. That's why I hate the term uh, reverse racism, too. Yeah, it's, just, it's just racist. It's, it's just racist. Yeah. You can actually be racist towards white people, yeah. believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> I I Often. actually, I love it when, and I know, Eric, I've seen you experience this too, when you're, you, you see, you notice on the internet, it's always the whitest white people who are, who are preaching to me Every about time. how to be less racist. And Every I'm time. like, you're the white person. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Aren't you supposed to be every the bad time. one? Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to tell e- me? E- every time. What was, what was the D'Angelo uh, person? What was the Robin? Uh, did anybody know what she was? Robin? Or She's white. She, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. That's yeah. what I figured she was white. But she admits to being racist, though. Yeah, she, of course. That's, that's what they say. Like, they give themselves the superiority and all of the uh, the power that they actually don't don't have. And it's always just like scrawny, pencil neck, white dude with glasses. <laughs> and he's sitting here like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm racist. Uh, I'm, I'm oppressed. I'm sitting there like, dude, like, there's like nothing in life that you could beat me at. Like, athletically, 
looks, uh, anything. <laughs> Ain't nothing that you could do that could equal oppression. That it's, it's just a fraud sense of power that they give them. They give themselves. I'm like, dude, you can't oppress anything. Like, where do you get this power? But <laughs> yeah. th- it's such a narrative that that they need to be true so yeah. bad that they're gonna speak it into existence. They're yeah. gonna do that. These people couldn't fight themselves out of like a white a wet paper bag though. It's yeah. just you know it's weird though. This is an American Break a thing. Break risk if they like punched anything. <laughs> yeah, right. They probably just like color yeah. over on the floor yeah. in their nails. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, this is just such a weird American thing, though, because, I mean, I never realized, like, how much people focus on race until I moved to the U.S. And then I was like, what is this? Well, we didn't who, used to. Who gives yeah, we, it? we got over the hump for, yeah. for a while, like, yeah. going in the 90s and 2000s. Like, we were, like, over this, yeah. like, for sure. It's like, so strange. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Obama. All right, we've got a lot more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar, who I just, Sydney, I don't think you were here yet. You said you were going to give me a bunch of these, and then you didn't, and I feel very sad about it. I was just just eating this chocolate chip cookie dough uh, Built Bar right before we started because I hadn't had a chance to eat, and I basically live on these things. I think that's called addiction. That's the listen. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, okay? uh, but you're I hiding them on the floor. I mean, it might I be am. a problem. I w- oh, you haven't seen the stash that I have in my dressing room yet. Uh, I will say there are worse things to be addicted to because uh, Built Bar is it's a protein bar, but it's super healthy and it tastes like you're eating a candy bar. It's low calorie, low sugar. It's great for keto diets. So if you are looking to maybe you're looking to lose weight or maybe you are just looking for a snack that you can go to the pantry, you can grab it. It and you don't have to feel guilty about it later. You got to get Built Bar, okay? They're all covered in 100% chocolate. They've got a ton of flavors. That, that cookie dough one that I've got is amazing. They've also got coconut brownie chunk that is awesome. Caramel brownie, uh, mint brownie if you're into peppermint flavored with your chocolate. It's amazing. By the way, Built Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch. Okay, so you got to go try them. It is builtbar.com. Uh, oh, it's saying promo code news20. So same promo code, but if you have not used it yet, you need to go use it. If you've already used it, you need to go use it again. By the way, I saw whoever it was that said online, they said, well, until you get a promo code that said that has 20% off plus free shipping, I'm not going to use that promo code because I have a better one. The joke's on you because Built Bar offers free shipping with all of their orders. Okay? <laughs> free shipping on all orders already. 20% off of your next order with promo code NEWS20. That is NEWS20 at BuiltBar, B-U-I-L-T Bar.com. Back in a minute. All right, Wenatchee <laughs> High School in Washington State. Uh, they have been in the news recently going viral on social media. Not for a great reason, though, uh, but because they came up with a very novel way to allow students to practice their uh, instruments in band while also remaining very, very safe and conscious about COVID-19. Uh, they, they put them in freaking tents. <laughs> they, they put them, I, I, apparently there's a video that goes along with this. I, I haven't seen it. I think my head might explode. I'm not sure. Uh, here are the high school band members in freaking tents. Oh my god. I can't. Jesus. I can't. I can't. Um, 
<clears throat> well, we had a good run. Uh, it's time for the asteroid. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a flood. I don't know. <laughs> just, just we're yeah. They're not even so. They're they're in the tents and they're also six feet apart. Which I guess because like they're playing instruments, so they're very worried that some spit might come flying out and uh, hit someone else and infect these high school students with COVID-19 because we all know that kids that age are very, very susceptible to horrible, horrible outcomes when it comes to COVID-19. Oh, wait. No, they're not. No, they're not. Although I guess we should just be thankful that these kids are actually having a chance to get into their freaking schools at all because if they're in San Francisco, they're just SOL. So I guess we should be thanking our lucky stars that they're actually able to participate in high school band practice. I, I'm sorry, but this is just so ridiculous. The real real life has just become satire at this point. Yeah, uh, America, take your kids out of public schools. Please. Um, I don't know how many times I have to say it. I mean, it's it's a rotten thing that it doesn't make sense. A lot of going through the motions, a lot of doing things that are not only insulting to I guess anything, I mean, the science is trademarked according to them. It is just the science. And apparently the science, I guess, some sort of data that the public officials are looking at that shows if you just, you can play music, but you need to be in a bubble. Um, and, and that's the only time you can actually like not spread it among people, as you mentioned, who are supposed to, are usually fine in the event that they get it. They probably won't ever, ever know that they get it. Even when we talk about the spread, when it comes to these younger folks, it's almost none non-existent mm -hmm. we're going through the motions mm -hmm. you know and, and and that's what's frustrating for me to look on when i see something like that it's goofy it looks stupid and these helpless kids are just having as dumb as they might think that this is they're just gonna go through it it's not like they're gonna combat it there's nothing anything they can do but i don't know how you would feel as a parent i know how you would feel certainly but i don't know how the rest of you guys or how their parents feel i don't know if they even knew that or even care but I would be like they're flipping tables mm -hmm. like seriously, like what the what are y'all doing? Mm -hmm. Like, look, this this is this is not correct. You know what I'm saying? You're not even doing anything. This is just making fools of them, using them as props to do whatever kind of uh, quasi. I feel like this is one of those things that like administration workers do to say, look at us. We're 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 we're, we're combating covid and we're keeping the, our, our, our school safe when it looks these guys look like idiots, you know, and I'm sorry. And if you look at that and you're one of those kids' parents, I hope you like a raising hell or something. And maybe you don't care because you actually are one of those uh, indoctrinated fools as well. I feel so like they're not watching stupid. this program. They can't be. If, if Probably not. I mean, look at this guy. Jesus. Like, it, I just, I did also see a picture of like a, a guy, a pretty big guy with a tuba. And he was like having to hunch like, over. Yeah because he couldn't fit in the damn thing. I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I just mean, want to know how they're getting in and out <clears throat> of these like little bubbles. Like, is there a system where one kid goes in and then the next one and then the next one? Oh. Is that, and then how do they get out? And then, you know, they're probably going to go and stand in the parking lot after this and all talk together. about it yeah. together where they can all, you know, breathe air. Uh, dude, I just, I look at this stuff and I just think, <laughs> really, it's time for the asteroid. <laughs> like, I'm done, <laughs> I'm glued, I'm, we, we've had a good run. I mean, well, and you talk about, uh, Eric, people, parents getting upset. I saw a, a, a story that an elementary school student was actually stored in, what was it, like the janitor's closet um, because they had symptoms that were similar to COVID-19, which which they've now made like literally every everything. Symptom, it doesn't every matter what it is. You, have, have, it you might matter. have COVID. Yeah. And they said that um, the janitor's storage closet was the only place in the building that was like their quarantine area. 
So they just stored her in there for like hours before um, her parents were able to come pick her up. They just like threw her in a storage closet. I was like, dear Lord, if that ever happened to my child, I would probably be in jail. Yeah, no, I believe it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wait, is that saying something about me? Or? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Texas is that stupid. I guess that's the thing. I, I look at all of this, and I guess my I'm, I'm not at the point yet where I have offspring. I, you know, maybe Same in a couple here. years I'll be mm-hmm. able to relate to all of this. But don't I, have them now. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Like, and there, oh, there wouldn't be a chance I'd drop them in that camp, that indoctrination camp yeah. anyway, especially after watching that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, even giving birth in hospitals where, like, fathers oh, yeah. aren't allowed in. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, think- I had to, I switched to a birthing center. Oh, yeah, you literally just went through all yeah, of this, I lived didn't it. you? I lived oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because of that reason. Because yeah. I was like, my, my older son is going to meet his brother. Like, I'm not going to have you tell me he can't come in. You know, you have to do the tests. It's it's ridiculous. There's just no uniformity to anything that happens. And I think that's where my confusion comes from. And I think a lot of this is best described as kabuki theater. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's all for show. Yep. None of it has any practical mm-hmm. uh, usage or implication. And when I look at all of it, all I think is, like, who is making these decisions? Who is the executive person signing off and going, you know what? Yep, bubbles for the kids. <laughs> yep, you know what? Let's just shove them in a green thing that's numbered. And, uh, yep, that's that's going to do it. Yeah. I just don't get it. And I also think, too, that perhaps, you know, it's it's like you're, it's, I just, I like, I, I'm on board with Eric. Everything you said today <laughs> has been has been great. But it's, you know, it's the same thing with, like, you're saying that the science is settled, so to speak. Science changes all the time. Yeah. Is yeah. this scientific? Like the whole point of science. Yeah, it's like an ever-going argument. Like, yeah. that's what science is. Yeah, so yeah. Or that's like what it, trademark that's, it. Well, it used to be. used to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wonder how much of this is scientific. And, I, and again, I wonder how much of this is actually just kabuki theater. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Tommy John. Uh, So Tommy John, look, I can sit here and tell you about how I have got their loungewear and uh, it might be a little embarrassing how quickly after I get home, I change directly into it. And uh, my kids are like making a ton of noise. It's a zoo in my house. My husband's like, hi, how was your day? I'm like, "Ah, I need to change into my Tommy John first because it is like the most comfortable thing you will ever wear in your life. And I just got my husband some, and because he didn't understand it, he's like, Sarah, you're kind of being a little dramatic about that. And then I got him some, and he got him in the mail, and he was like, holy crap, this is so soft. And I was like, I told you, I told you, all right? So once you've tried Tommy John underwear, you are never going back, men, okay? And I, I'm not a man, but my husband is, and that is what he tells me. Uh, they have breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands uh, with over 13 million pairs sold Men across America love Tommy John underwear. Uh, and also women do as well. They've got bras, women. They've got the loungewear. They have got whatever you need to wear and relax in your home. They've got a non-rolling waistband for the perfect fit. The legs never ride up. And you're covered with their no wedgie guarantee. What what other company has a no wedgie guarantee? All right, you got to go there. Returns and exchanges are free. And right now you can get 15% off your first order. It is TommyJohn.com slash Y. 15% off at tommyjohn.com slash why. Back in a minute. A national educators organization is telling schools to avoid reading Dr. Seuss because uh, the books have racial undertones. <clears throat> no, I, I, I'm not making this up. 
wish that I was. I am not. Uh, it is called Learning for Justice, a left-wing educators group. And uh, they said that there's, there should be no more Read Across America Day with Dr. Seuss. Screw the kids, right? Don't bring them to school. Don't let them learn. Don't let them practice band with their freaking instruments. Don't let them read, all right? We want stupid kids who know nothing about the world and anything else because uh, there is, it's, there's too many racial undertones in Dr. Seuss. There's too many white people, which is weird because the last time I read Dr. Seuss with my son, there was like a yellow monster, a purple monster, a the cat. who's in Whoville. Like, a cat in a hat. Like. One might say... <laughs> They're not people and at all. Green eggs and ham and all. God, dog. I mean, I grew up on that stuff. So it's like, what the, oh, man. Like, and it seems, look, I know, I, hey, hey, abolish the public schools, get rid of them. Yeah. And I say this all the time. But you got to understand, like, a lot of this bull crap is funneled through them. You know, like a lot of uh, stuff that we see, we keep seeing these educator groups, you know, the unions. We know um, how they orchestrate a lot of this buffoonery that we see manifest itself in other ways, whether it be in our entertainment or anything like that. It's like it starts there and um, it stays there. And unfortunately, that bleeds off into your kids. You want to know why we have so many young folk that will go tear down an entire city. Of for invalid reasons, albeit just tear it all the way down, and then there's you look at the mug shots and you see that there's also educators and people that work with the public school system. Mm -hmm. It's because that stuff goes hand in hand. That's where they get this garbage um, from. But yeah, you're going to see a lot more of those popping up because it's now socially acceptable to be an activist. So you got to find even where it's not there. When you see that cat in the hat, it's racism. Can you watch Uh, the films? Are they still allowed? Like Horton Hears a Hoot, mind you, great film. Great <laughs> film. Well, the I don't Lorax. know. I mean, if it came from Dr. Seuss. Oh, I mean, this is my Dr. question. Dr. Seuss was a giant racist. I mean, the cat is in Cat in the Hat is black and white. Yes, he's not go. black and white. He's uh, <laughs> Which, as we know from Obama being president, he's just black. Yes. J- yes, precisely. Even exactly. though you're just as much white as you are black. <laughs> no, he's just black. Well, I mean, I mean like, where, where's the line on this? Is it like everything? Are the plush toys now? They're not allowed? Like, where, where do we? draw the line well if, if you're <laughs> if you are trying to uh guess where the the woke people draw the line it's everything <laughs> right it's and like they'll it's, move it just, and they're gonna yes, move the line just, anyway like, just, i mean in fact <laughs> maybe we should just it. execute people who <laughs> believe in reading dr seuss i think that that's where they would <laughs> yeah, go actually that's the only logical yeah. conclusion to it i mean at the end of the day i always think like anything that was written during that time period didn't everyone sort of have like a like a particular ideology and bent? I mean, like, do we ban all books from this period of True. time? Yeah. Do they, we I just? Mean, they, you're asking a question that they would probably say yes to. Do we burn them? Now? <laughs> like they is would that, be like, yes. Is this the time that we start making big, you know, heaps of them and just setting them on fire? What happens? Uh-huh. I mean, don't do we give, make the kids watch burning them? Is that the next step? <laughs> don't that give them any <laughs> ideas, please. <laughs> that's how like you. That's how you unlearn racism: is make your kids watch as you burn Dr. Seuss books. There you go. Oh, and also um, (laughs) pay attention to literally everything having to do with color of skin. That's definitely going to cure racism, guys. Great job. Great work. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome job. Back in a minute. What? I don't understand how doctors Guys, the world is, uh, it's getting crazy, in case you haven't noticed from just this show uh, or like any other show from the past year that we've done. The world is going slightly insane uh, and we don't know when it's going to get crazier. We've got two people right here who um, have very large followings on YouTube 
and this is I mean this is your this is your life's work you guys do these videos you get these out to the people and um, we don't know when they could just shut them down completely mm -hmm. I'm, I know that it's something that you guys are constantly having to deal with yeah. um, we're having to deal with it uh, here at blaze TV as well it, it you don't know we don't know when they're going to turn us off all right so if you are watching this on YouTube if you are watching this on Facebook if you are watching this anywhere where the benevolent overlords are there please consider subscribing to Blaze TV just so that we, you know that you're going to get us if they turn us off everywhere else. We see the conservative purge happening. You don't want it to happen. And then you're left without the news and why it matters. And we don't want that to happen to you. We've got a promo going on right now. It is ending. I believe it's ending this week. Uh, so you're definitely going to want to use it today. You can go to blazetv.com slash news and why. Use promo code news. It will get you $30 off of that one-year subscription. That is 30% off. It is the largest sale that we have had. $30 off. blazetv.com slash news and why. Promo code news. Also, don't forget Sydney Watson on YouTube. Eric July, Young Rippa 59. Thanks for being here, guys. Young Rippa. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.